0: to Cryland, My name's Julie J and this week I'm talking to the really lovely Sophie Shanley about the death of Paige Doherty. on of course you're going to be on for the foreseeable now this is like a permanent this is a permanent thing i'm
1: so excited i can't wait like i'm delighted yeah i can't wait to get my teeth around all these meaty murders
0: (laughs) i but you know so many people have told me you're so fantastic and you know Mm -hmm. you really are and i'm still we're still gonna have some special guests lined up because the problem with me is you know people will say to me in passing in green rooms and things oh yeah. i must hear crime which is sometime and i will hold them to that so <laughs> it doesn't matter how big you are i'm that crazy bitch if you say to me we must go for coffee i'm texting you saying the next day saying when's the coffee happening so i will still nap those people but like they're you know they're this, they're I guess this type of comedian or performer whereby like they're actually doing shit, you know, so it's, they'll have to squeeze me in, in between their RT shows, but it's okay. going to happen. But bar that, Sophie is with us every week. Yay! The
1: crowd goes wild. Everyone's just losing their shit now. I, you won't be able to shut
0: me up. Quick disclaimer as well with this, that obviously, as ever, mean absolutely no offence about the people um, I'm discussing today and the people referenced in this episode. And this week, as I mentioned previously, we are discussing Paige Doherty. I don't know if you've heard of the death of Paige Doherty. No, no, I haven't. Um, and I would probably remember the name unless, as you're
1: talking about it, bits come back to me. Like, was it recent well it was four years ago 2016 yeah. it might it might
0: i say it yeah did she, say it did might. she disappear for a while first well yeah the, the, she did disappear i'd say there's kind of a social media element as well whereby um I, I I would say as I go through it a few things might might ring a bell okay well right um, now I don't I don't really know
1: anything about it I'm just wondering okay
0: okay if if you have a ding ding moment, let me know. Oh, I will. Thank you. Absolutely. That's why you're here, Sophie. So lovely to have you as ever. <laughs> Thank so, you for having me. Let me tell you about this case. So Paige Darty was a 15 year old girl born on April 17th in the year 2000. Um, when this all took place, so this was in March 2016. Okay. She was living in Clybank in Scotland with her mother, Pamela, and her stepfather, Andy. As well as her younger sister and two younger brothers. Paige was very close to her mom and she adored her stepdad, even writing on her Facebook page, This is so cute, that Andy was the best thing that ever happened to her.
1: Oh, that is cute. Really That's adorable. Great. Yeah, And like the year 2000, like what a baby. Like I was freaking out about the millennium thinking that the world was going to end in the year 2000. Well, she was born. She, she was born
0: in the year two thousand. Yeah, she was only coming out then. Like we were. We so were she was just, grown up. Clearly, she as as you say, she was she was just a little baby. Mm. I do. I found that with the teaching, increasingly, you know, when you have an eighteen year old and you realise you weren't around for nine eleven, but you can legally drink. That's when you know you're old. Yeah, it's fucked, isn't it? It's very. It's just you really need
1: to kind of step back and reassess things and be like. God, I'm ancient, really, when that happens. What have
0: I done with the last two decades? I mean, these kids, they'll never know what it was like to travel on a plane with an aerosol. Never,
1: never. They'll never, never, they'll never know that freedom.
0: And, <laughs> like, and the
1: plane would have a bit of a stench of all the years that people were smoking on it as well.
0: Oh, but sure, it's gas when you watch the films in the 70s and people are sparking up. I mean, it was relatively recent that they said, you know what, maybe this isn't a good idea. Was it the 80s? When did they do that? Well, I mean, I know you see it in Mad When, of course. I would say... Seventies, Because I've definitely watched some films and people are smoking. So I would say the 70s, they probably did. And I mean, Concord only went out
1: in like, what? Might be the year 2000 as well. But sure, anything went on that thing,
0: you know. Concord, yeah. It was a bit of a free for all, wasn't it, Concord?
1: Absolutely. Orgies, fags, joints, ecstasy, everything.
0: Because I did, or T had a documentary when I was teaching on Concord, and I did try to watch it when I was supervising a class, but as you can imagine, that just did not go down well, because nobody gave a shit about Concord. I would have but I really
1: it, Julie. I, I, I love Concord, and I
0: yeah, I, I'd i listen for days about
1: Concord, so I think
0: you were onto something there. Do you know what? You would have been the, you say that now, but if you were sitting there with your mates, you, you would have rejected me as well. No. I know that for a fact, <laughs> and I wouldn't hold it against you. I wouldn't. So, Pamela and Paige, so Pamela was Paige's mom, Mm -hmm. uh, were kind of more like best friends than mother and daughter. So they both kind of looked very similar. Pamela had had Paige young, so they really had this lovely little bond and shared a lot of similar interests. So they were very close. How old was Pamela? I, you know what, I don't know, I looked that up and I'm not sure how old she was okay. but she was young when she when she had her and had her on uh, her own for a while before stepdad yes, came before on the scene before yeah. auntie and auntie just seems like a complete doubt so okay. uh, he and then they, ha- they went on of course to have the three other kids so yeah. Paige was very very small she was only four foot eight so she was a tiny little thing That's she was tiny. a real girly girl Loved makeup, doing her hair, taking selfies and was said by everyone to just be a really sweet and really kind, lovely girl. She was just basically your typical teenage girl. Just a really, really lovely young woman. Kind of innocent so, a little I, bit. Yeah. So okay. she was 15 and like loved her selfies, loved her social mm. media, Um, had a boyfriend that she was mad about. She was very close to her family. So just... Um, really, really nice young lady. So yeah. Friday, March 18th, 2016, Paige stepped over at a friend Lauren's house and then left Lauren's house the next morning and went to her Saturday job, which was at a local hairdresser's. So she was obviously in school during the week and at the weekend she worked at this hairdresser's. Okay, This hairdresser's was located about 20 minutes from where she lived. So her passion was this. She would always, like the rest of us, when you're doing these Saturday jobs, she would always call into Delhi for brekkie on her way to work and just eat that, whatever she got, on the bus. So that was her pattern. Okay. So at midday, she left Lauren's house. She said, I'm going off to get the bus head into work. They'd have their little sleepover. All was grand. At midday, Paige's boyfriend, Dylan, still had not received any calls or texts from Paige, which was really unlike her. So he would always kind of expect like a good morning, you know, message in the morning. Bit of a check-in she was, kind of thing. Yeah, a bit of a check-in. She was always on her phone and always replied to calls and texts. So it was very unusual for Paige's phone to be completely dead. So he tried her. There was no answer the phone appeared to be dead and this was really unusual because she always carried the character with her. Okay. So right. straight away he's like, This is a bit odd. Didn't yeah. here. Yeah. So it's it was just on it was very out of character for Paige because she was just one of these girls and like, you know, we're all guilty of this that she was just glued to her phone. Yeah. I so am one. I am, I up. can totally identify with Paige always have a charger Um, in the bag and if I don't
1: I pretty much you know will be close to tears being like taking out my phone and checking and being like oh it's still dead oh still dead you know what
0: I should be I should be one of these people who always carries a charger instead I never carry a charger and just spend my life looking for a charger (laughs) so I should just bring one with me and and everyone's like no I have a Samsung one and you're like well
1: that's no fucking use to me is it
0: well, it's I really hate when people are like I've a charger, and you're like, really, and then they say, oh, but it's Samsung. Yeah, you're like you can see it's an iPhone. Yeah. Why oh, are you doing
1: this? It? Always a Samsung, and you're it always like yeah. you think you're gonna get one, and then crushing blow.
0: Yeah, no, so not good. So no. Paige was sensible enough to always have her charger on her. So Dylan, her boyfriend, called the hairdressers where she worked at lunchtime, but her boss answered and said that Paige had not shown up at work that day, which again was really out of character for Paige because she loved her job, she really wanted to be a hairdresser when she was older uh it was it was just really strange that she wouldn't show up, but Dylan thinks, okay, look, maybe she's sick, so he yeah. then called Pamela to see was Paige at home. And Pamela then realized that she hadn't been in touch with or heard from Paige either. So at this stage, it's kind of lunchtime. Obviously, Pamela's been at home with the three younger kids. And she kind of doesn't immediately go into panic mode. At that stage, she tried to rationalise why Paige maybe hadn't been in touch.
1: And you know what? Like, it's early in the day. She'd stayed in her yes. friends. The friend had seen her. So you'd be you'd be like, you know what? It's not like she went out and a night out and she hasn't come home. Like, she was around in the morning.
0: Well, actually, that's very true. Yes. So they, this is it, that she had been accounted for up until, you know, 8 o'clock that morning. So, you know, she wasn't immediately panicstations.com mm. and was kind of trying to explain it away. She also felt, you know, Paige was kind of known to be street smart. She was an independent person. She got the bus every weekend and went off to work. So again, she wasn't immediately presuming the worst here.
1: Yeah.
0: Dylan, though, then did a bit of a snoop and he realized that Paige hadn't been on social media at all that day and this was the real red flag. It was massively out of character for her not to be on social media. So at that stage they were thinking okay maybe this is a bit odd.
1: Tragic so, and handy, isn't it? The old obsession with social well,
0: media. Yeah, and you see the thing is with social media, I guess it comes in for a lot of criticism, but it is probably the best thing when somebody goes missing as well. Yeah, that old thing really of like
1: she'd always be on her phone most of the morning, even even at work. Do you know, like it, it, it. Very,
0: that's very, very, very true. And then you have the track relevant, and also as you say, the timestamp, and it's a resource as well that you know people can use if they're concerned. And in this instance, friends and family that afternoon started posting on Facebook asking, "Had anyone seen Paige?" But by evening time, it was getting dark. They hadn't heard anything back from you know in terms of anything concrete. So they started to search for her physically mm-hmm. with nothing indicating where she'd gone or what and exactly oh, it happened. So it's happened. just it a just big a wild goose chase, like needle and haystack yeah. type thing, was, page, yeah. page, running around the road. Like. Exactly. It was a complete mystery. So nobody apparently had seen her. It had been early on the Saturday morning. They They really just had nothing to go on. So the possibility she had ran away was ruled out pretty much straight away. She was happy at home in her relationship. She had no reason to disappear. And the community really felt from the get-go that something bad had happened to Paige, especially because nobody had heard from her. Uh, so her friends and family quickly set up a Facebook page called and Help. Just quickly. quickly. Stepdad mm-hmm. really was a nice guy, yeah? Well, no, Andy was lovely. Andy was a good guy. You won't have words.
1: words there to guess.
0: (laughs) It's it's terrible though, isn't it? Because you do kind of presume you're automatically thinking the stepdad. Mm. But in this instance, the stepdad was actually a really nice guy. Right, diamond geese,
1: Andy. Yeah,
0: he was. He's lovely. Sorry, sorry. So her friends... (laughs) No, it was my immediate reaction as well. It's terrible. But that was my, you know, my good feeling. But no. So her friends and family quickly set up a Facebook page called Help Find Page. Pamela posted pictures of the clothes she would have been wearing, a map of her her route to work, anything which might help someone to note something or remember seeing her. What was she wearing? Well, she was wearing kind of like, I guess like a typical teenage outfit. So she was wearing like, um, a skirt and a little top she was always into her makeup as well so mm. her makeup was done perfectly she had her little bag so she it was all very stylish yeah. you know she was good at putting stuff together okay. um so the so at this point people were really engaging with the page and they had a huge team of volunteers I know pardon the pun is right mm-hmm. huge team of volunteers printing posters putting them up all over the local area So the police were also, of course, taking this very seriously because the girl was 15 and followed the route she would have taken. So they knew she had left her friend's house but didn't turn up at work and were determined, of course, to find out what had happened in the interim. So they started from Lauren's house where Paige had stayed the night before and walked the route she would have taken. By the bus stop where she would have boarded the bus, there were a block of five shops so the police obviously went into these to ask a few questions
1: was one In of the them first, the
0: cafe well this is it so there, there's a couple of cafes there's five shops and there's a couple of I guess you'd call them delis rather than cafes so like deli shops
1: so like like the way Spar would have like a little deli counter that kind of thing exactly okay
0: yeah so one of these deli shops the assistant was called Ashi Ahmad and he was actually he was the owner of the shop and he said he had seen Paige walking past the shop at quarter past eight. He knew this because he was making the rolls and did that at the same time every morning. He, had wa- he said he had waved at her and, she had pre- and because she had previously been in the shop buying something from his deli, she recognized him, waved back and she walked on. So this time she didn't come into Ashi's shop to purchase breakfast, she actually went into a deli a couple of doors down called Johnny's. Right. Uh, so, well, the, the guy who owned it was called Johnny, but it was a deli called Delicious Deli. But a lot of people referred to it as Johnny's. Ah. A couple of, so it was a couple of doors down from Ashy's shop.
1: So it should have been called a Delicious Deli's. Well, it probably... <laughs> I mean, John John was missing a trick when
0: he named it, wasn't he? Like, Johnny was better. You know what? He missed a beat on that one, I tell you. So, so, (laughs) Ashie had told police that he'd asked Johnny if Paige had been in. And Johnny had said she had, but that nothing seemed untoward, that she was bright and cheery and seemed completely normal.
1: So, all the...
0: well, do you know what? Because I was wondering, like, what's a Scottish deli like? You know the way in Irish deli you'd be thinking people would be getting their chicken fillet rolls? Yeah. I'd imagine, I'd imagine a Scottish deli, would they be into pies? What, is that really, are we really I mean, stereotyping here?
1: A, a, a pie in the morning is a lot, Julie, isn't it? A, a, pasty, a, a pasty? A pasty is me. a pie? I, I'd say she might have got a pasty. Or she sausage might have got a, a sausage roll, maybe they're they're kind of nice like in the morning. UK and yeah. Ireland, aren't they? That's a real morning thing. I think so.
0: Yeah, like I think a sausage roll maybe or and, something. And but
1: Scotland, I, it, sorry. <laughs> That's where we're talking about.
0: <laughs> and you know what? It's funny, because I was as I was as I was reading about this story, I was thinking, I need to find out what a Scottish Denny looks like in terms of what they're offering. Will I will I do it? <laughs> Got, I think, I think. Do you know what? I don't know if Scotland has green as Sophie, but I think we should just go and check it out. Yeah. Just for one day. I think so. <laughs> it will be worth the quarantine. But I'm guessing like pies, rolls, sausage rolls, the same as here. I don't know if do they do jam buns, which is a bit, which is a huge loss.
1: Yeah. Let's just see now.
0: And um, so you're you're off researching there. I'll continue on with yeah, this yeah. When you're trying to find visuals. So okay. all the shops had in CCTV footage, obviously for, you know, shoplifters, etc. But the only outside CCTV footage was available from a camera located outside Ashy's shop. The police took the video. So they, they went to Ashy. They said, look, would you mind if we take some CCTV? Obviously, he didn't. He said, no, work away. The police took the video back to the police station to study it for clues. The CCTV was on a twelve-day loop, so the police had actually only taken three hours, three hours of footage from Ashi's shop because their attitude was: she look at, she'd be in and out of the shop in ten minutes, so we don't need much in terms of time my here. We only need three hours. But the it's, main it's purpose of this. Case. Well, I kind of was wondering that as well. I suppose it takes a long time to analyze CCTV though as well, so maybe how they just many crimes to hold could be out. happening
1: in that little part of Scotland at the
0: time. you know come on well that's that is very true because this was a small area as well, so yeah they were they were they probably weren't overwhelmed, but they, they 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 had said that the main purpose of this clip was to see what direction Paige had walked in when she left the shop, yeah. so that was really what they were interested okay. in. However, as they arrived back at the police station, they were informed that a local dog walker had happened upon a female body in the area, oh about, a no. half a mile, about a half a mile where poor Paige had been last seen. So they hadn't even set off for their walk,
1: but the call comes in?
0: The call comes in. So they actually hadn't even arrived back at the station with the CCTV footage. This was the Monday and the call came in, a local dog walker It happened upon, it was kind of a park area, happened upon what he felt was a, a human body, contacted the police and you know- uh, they...
1: Like, wouldn't you feel sorry for the early morning walkers and the dog walkers and the runners when they see something horrific like that?
0: You know, I know. I actually know, and you know what, it'd be very traumatic for a a, a a you know somebody just walking by as well. Yeah, somebody just nasty, nasty surprise. Yeah, traumatic. very nasty. Yeah. And it is always these. You know, it is always these people obviously walking their dogs, going for runs, etc. Yeah. So they discovered the female body. The body was taken in for post mortem. Initially, they described the female body as being that of a 20-year-old, but Pamela insisted that when she heard of the body, that she knew from the get-go that the victim was Paige. Okay. So she said that in the area at the time, there were three girls who were kind of missing, uh, who had been kind of missing for a few days at that stage. There was In the kind of broader area, there was a brunette girl and a blonde girl. So she said that when the police came and informed her that a female body had been found, she knew it mustn't be a blonde girl because Paige was brunette. So she said, look, it's obviously a brunette girl. And then that day, which must be so heartbreaking as they later on that day, the other brunette girl returned home. So she said, oh, it must be Paige. Oh, no. I know, terrible. So the, the following day, on the Tuesday, Paige's family came to the morgue to identify her poor body so that the post-mortem revealed that the cause of death was blood loss from stab wounds now most newspapers reported that she'd been stabbed 61 times but wow. some yeah but wait for it some newspapers reported up to 150 times well, and some reported looking more. this from well, you see, the funny thing is, the media were kind of weirdly sketchy on a lot of the details. So Pamela Page's mother would have said out after the fact. You like, you know usually the media are very sensationalist oh. and they're really like really exaggerating yeah, and going after a million more
1: times people. and yeah. exactly.
0: But one of the things because Pamela's mother and I would have engaged with the media since her daughter's death. She would have said, I find it strange because like she said that she felt that there'd actually been up to five hundred injuries on her body. What yeah. Poor so she and she's pain. a very well spoken, like very together woman, and she her attitude is I find it strange that almost the media tried to downplay Jesus the injuries Christ. to an extent. And, what and of then of injuries, was, like along with the stabbing, there was others. Well, no, I mean, she said that, which is, I mean, it's it's so grotesque, but the, Pamela herself has said in interviews that when she saw her daughter's body, that there was, had been a hole the size of a fist in her neck. Oh, my gosh. And God. the severance, yeah, the severance had gone way beyond what was usually seen in a, in a fatal stabbing. So she also insisted that more than a knife was used, that multiple weapons had been involved. Oh, my gosh. So I mean, it was complete. It was utter now. Poor everybody involved. That like, yeah, they, it would just it was so clear violence.
1: that she'd been through such a horrible experience. Like, not. I mean, like it's, it's horrible
0: anyway. But like, not just.
1: A, no, actually, no. Just like so, so many. Stop.
0: but I know what oh. you mean as in it, it's it's obviously her like murder right, the condition in is any the body, form the of it like yeah. she'd
1: obviously been like he would not infla- or they'd inflicted such um horrible things on her poor body it's horrible yeah
0: so it's, I mean any murder is horrific but yeah. this did feel like a prolonged the fact attack, that her mother had, had to see a hole the size of fist in yeah, her neck like I know I know and she she I mean she talks about it like she's just an amazing woman. Like she's great at kind of talking about it, but yeah. I—it's a visual that you find hard to get out of your mind as well. So this was a crime that went obviously went about beyond the beyonds in terms of the usual association with a fatal stabbing. So the injuries to her tiny body have been catastrophic. Mm. There were also three separate weapons used. So they believed a scissors, a knife, and a screwdriver had been used meaning oh. that this was not a spur-of-the-moment attack. This was something that had been kind of protracted.
1: So they knew her little routine going off to the hairdressers on the bus. Yeah.
0: Well, you see, this is that's what you'd be thinking at this point. Yeah. Um. And then, as I said, the media were sketchy enough about kind of what kinds of facts and details were released <laughs> to the public, but the injuries were mainly on her neck, her head, and her left-hand side. She also had defense wounds, proving that she had put up a serious fight. Oh, God, okay. I know, terrible. So the next day, photos started circulating on social media of a young man with a bloody knife and a friend saying that they had been the ones to kill Paige. They were also phoning friends and telling them that they had done it, but this was quickly dismissed as just a really cruel purely attention-seeking moves so these were two teenage boys once again they thought teenage boys playing a blinder Always, I mean they never they never fail. They never fail to birth
1: to expectations. Would like, you the first oh. the idea to be like, Oh, do you know what'd be gas, right? To to just say that we did it and get a really crude looking bloody knife and trick everyone that we're murderers. Like what and do you going know what? On? It
0: happens all the time. I mean, even with adults, you always hear of that, you know, people going missing and you know, adults giving false tips, false bits of information. It's so bizarre. It's, I mean, a, it's it really a really weird, criminal like, attention-seeky thing,
1: isn't it? Like, look at me, look at me, it's, I have something to say. I'm making
0: it up, though. It's, like, It's so disturbing. I mean, it's really hard to get behind the psychology of that. Yeah. It's so weird. So the police quickly dismissed these uh, two boys as two complete agents. Gotcha. So they kept on, you know, they kept on, you know, the, the hunt for information and finding out what happened. They were obviously still questioning the shop owners on that street. So it came as no surprise when they went into John Leatham's deli, delicious deli. Yes. And he told them, now, so he told them that he hadn't actually seen or spoken to Paige that day. Oh,
1: don't tell him that the John had blood on his hands.
0: Well, so he said that Paige, like, you know, Paige had been a regular customer. It wasn't a massive area, but he claimed not to really know her as such and Ashie had previously told the police that he was told by John that Paige had been in the shop that day so this was very strange but after a few hours of questioning he said you know what actually sorry she was in that morning it was just very early she had gotten something and then she'd gone off and I presume she just got her bus or whatever do you think so that he, this- just, he just had a little bit of a freak out just being
1: like I just don't want to be involved at all even though he didn't do anything well,
0: I mean, I guess to be fair, I guess you're not going to remember everyone who's in your shop either. So he did say. Like, depending yard, on
1: how delicious his deli is on any one Saturday, it could be pretty busy.
0: It could be busy. That is very true, depending on how delicious it is. Yeah. Right. But I, I, I mean, I look, I worked in retail. Personally, I like, I mean, thank God I never was the last to see someone or witness to a crime because my details would have been fairly sketchy as well
1: like unless somebody had a really standout appearance or did something a little bit off like would I remember them like I remember one time I was working in Topshop and Victoria Mary Clark came in and I was like ah Victoria Mary Clark but like Nobody else really stood out. I remember one woman asked for, like, a size 12 shoe. And I was like, no, we've only got up to nine. And that was a bit of a standout thing.
0: But, like, otherwise,
1: anybody could have been in and out. It was just those two that stood out for me. Tell
0: me, what
1: was Victoria buying? Victoria, um, ah, like, scatty and mad. And she bought a pair of, like, lime green kind of platform shoes. They were very cool. Um... Yeah, very glam. Yeah. But uh, you, you saw. Well, it, you, I, I
0: expect nothing, mate. No, nothing Dallas less. From so,
1: fur coat, lime green shoes. Um, you know, probably to go
0: and meet Johnny Depp with Shane. Oh, I know. To, to, that's a whole other pack. Once that, once that is wrapped up, I'm half tempted to do a crime land because it's just. Can I we mean, please? It's the trial that gives and gives. I think we should tell totally you do it. Did we you? Might did do you see what
1: um what Victoria did by accident the other week? No. She let a picture of Shane's Willie be put on Instagram by accident. No. I'll send it to you. Yeah, she did. Do that by she just put up a picture of him, but you can only see the little tip of his Mickey. Oh. Um, oh, yeah. he's he's t- kind of weeing into a cup. Um, no, oh my god! Yeah,
0: you'll, you'll you'll fall so, off I mean, your I, chair. I don't
1: want you to fall off your I, chair. Be careful. Hold on to know, the side of your chair.
0: I know, I know. We've discussed some grotesque things today, but the tip of Shane's missing <laughs> I I just don't know. I think that could be the one that's pushing me over the edge. You know what it is though, though
1: about it? It's the fact that like, he obviously like that's just the situation that she has him in or that he's in that like it's just kind of out so much that it's so normalized. <laughs> it wasn't like it was like that is hilarious they are just gasped the two of them are they they are they are I, I don't know I think she definitely wants a bit of Johnny though she keeps being like so let's
0: oh I mean nobody's just friends with Johnny no I'm sorry I really segued into
1: the bloody Victoria
0: Mary selfie and, segue. and you know what I think we should do that as a crime and when it's all done and dusted we will somehow connect well it is connected to crime I don't know where criminal charges involved but I actually, I actually don't know anything about it like
1: I mean I know oh, I, I know the bones it, but I, I don't that. know like who who seems guilty of this
0: well I've been following it with Lee so we will definitely do it yeah. that's that's a guarantee looking forward to it. so uh oh where was I yes okay so John Johnny in So he was actually the last one then to see Paige. So he said, look, she came in, she got something to eat. She left. I presume she went and she got her bus. So obviously something must have happened between her leaving the shop and getting on the bus. There was no way of knowing if she had gotten the bus because there was no CCTV on the bus. So police felt that she never got on the bus given that she was found a half a mile where she was last seen. Right. So they were working off the presumption that she never made it onto the bus. So so they think it was like a roadside grabbing into a car kind of yes, thing? Or that's that's kind of what they're guessing at this stage. Mm-hmm. So they were finally able to process the three hours C C T V and they watched Paige enter Johnny's Delhi, but here's the twist. They saw her enter the deli, but they never saw her leave. <gasps> yeah, Julie it was Johnny. Well, it was ta-
1: something.
0: Well, let me tell you about it. So the police had only taken a three-hour loop, as we said, from seven a.m. to ten a.m., expecting her to be in and out of the shop. And given by ten, she still hadn't emerged. They had to go back to Ashi. About getting the rest of the footage of that, so that 12-day loop. They said, look, can we get the whole thing? Police also went to this Deli, the shop that John owned, given that he had clearly lied about how long Paige had been in the shop. John willingly gave his CCTV footage over to police, but watching it, it was clear that the footage had been edited <gasps> to such an extent, like what in Egypt, to such an extent that Paige didn't even show up in the CCTV despite the fact she'd been recorded going in by Ashy on his CCTV. Oh, my God. This is, the plot is so thickening all, and thickening
1: and thickening. It's so thick. It's like.
0: Well, it's pretty thick. Like, it's, yeah, it's thick. So they went on and they watched the rest of the t- the 12-day loop of Ashy's footage, and they never saw Paige. Oh, my God. So on the basis, they sent his forensic team to check out Johnny's Deli. At around 10 a.m., that's so the morning um, uh, poor Paige had disappeared, the CCTV showed John Neatham running out of his own deli shop into a next-door deli shop to buy a few things, next-door shop, I should say, to buy a few things and then running back again. Oh, what do you also, buy? Like bin bags, bleach. Um. You are tick, tick. Antibacterial wipes, bin bags and bleach,
1: Yeah. Oh my God, Do you know what? You've absolutely God. floored me that it is Johnny. I, I can't well, believe who, oh, who is this guy? Like, how old is he?
0: Well, we'll get to all that. So he, a couple of other dodgy things as well. So he'd ran out and they were like, okay, that's a bit weird. Because uh, he owns a shop. Why are you going to another shop to buy this shit? This doesn't make any sense. Also, the shutters on the deli shop have been closed mm. all morning. This has been testified to by many witnesses, giving the impression that the shop was closed. Is he okay? Like is he a bit of a little simple Simon well, or is he like what It's all very weird. It's all very weird. So I can't Janet believe this said, man
1: had a successful very successful deli if he yes, so yes, thick.
0: Yeah, and like as you say, Delicious, Jenny. I mean, that's a, holding yourself up to very high standards. Absolutely. Well.
1: I'd say he had a sign outside being like, Scotland's best coffee served here. You oh, know, you one of those it. lying
0: Scotland's establishments? Best, yeah. Scotland's best sausage roll. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. So around 10 a.m. then. So it showed him again, uh, you know, running out, running back into the shop. And then... And was he it's
1: running? So, was he frantic? Was he freaking out, being like, dead body, dead body, dead body inside, dead body inside?
0: He was physically running. Like, he was frantic in the in the, in the I'm, I'm seeing,
1: like, a little Benny Hill type of a character, a little little fat pervert. Isn't it? it's,
0: all, it's all looking really bad for him, isn't it? Yeah. So at one point, then, he walks out of the shop, walks over to the boot of his car and starts clearing space in the boot of his car. Right. In unreleased police footage, John then went back out of the shop, walked back into the shop, comes back with, guess what? Uh, the body. A huge bin bag. Oh. A <laughs> uh, so, uh, page uh, height, size bin bag. Yeah, four foot eight um, oh bin bag. I mean, really now you're talking world's worth brimble, like he, here. So, he, He's lazy. He's
1: lazy.
0: It's so bad. So at 11:59, John drives away in his car. So clearly, this all looks extremely incriminating because if you ran a deli, why would you close the shop in the middle of the day and drive off in your car? The bin bag was a huge red flag. He claimed in police interviews he had taken out. Uh, he had taken out. Um, some of the rubbish and he was just going to dispose of the rubbish. But like, obviously this is not something you do if you run a business. Yeah, but obviously
1: he's the holding the bin bag in a weird way, like over his shoulder or something. Like,
0: do you know, if the body and not a bin yeah. bag. Well, it's just, it's just, you wouldn't close your business on a Saturday to dispose of the bins. It just doesn't make any sense. It's its weird. So, it's weird. Thursday the 24th of March, obviously, no surprises here. John Eaton was arrested on suspicion of murder. He was 31. He was the father of two. Wait for this. One of whom was a nine year old from a previous relationship called. No, not Paige. Paige. <sighs> I know. They also started to search his home. After Paige had been found, John had been. And you know what this really reminds me of? Remember when Ian Huntley. Oh, involved in the search. Yes, yeah. like this it's kind of pillar of the ones.
1: community saint. Like,
0: yeah, yeah. So he had actually put on local media saying how unusual it was to something like this happen in the area. Julie, what's and how the name again? Comes... John Leatham John, what? So I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you a visual now. Actually, of him. Um, I'm gonna find it here. So John Leatham How did I spell that now again? A T. Oh yeah, so John Leatham. So it's L-E-A-T-H-E-M. Oh, here we go. Um, Yeah, what do you think? Would you think suspicious or does he just look very, very normal? Because I think he just looks like a normal guy. Yeah. Oh my, he's he looks like a totally normal guy. Oh my god, look at
1: poor Paige. Uh, Ah, isn't she gorgeous? Look at her with her little furry hat and her little braces. And he's on holiday with his wife, smiling away, the big murderer
0: that he is. Yeah, and that's, no, that was his wife. So his second partner, obviously his wife, she was Polish and she actually went back to Poland after all this. But I mean, she's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Very, very Polish looking. Yeah, I mean, that, and we mean that in a good way. No, 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 I, I'm just loving.
1: looking closer. Sorry, my voice slowed down next. I was zooming. Um, <laughs> they're
0: having a lovely holiday here. You just look at him. Personally, I look at him and I think completely normal guy. Is this her mum with the long dark hair? Yes, yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a woman who's going through a lot of torment, isn't it? yeah she's now bless her she's been great for doing like the media and all that since um and she always presents herself as when I say very together I mean as together as you can be but she there are some really really upsetting pictures of her from the time and actually if you do I'm sure now if if you search for Paige Doherty or John Neeson there's some pics even of um the delicious deli and just that little five shop area where Paige is. Do you know But I'm I'm do you know who he's a bit
1: like? He's a bit of a like he looks like he's a kind of a cheeky chappy, like you know, kind of a Danny Dyer esque kind of fella, doesn't he? He
0: definitely has the cheeky chappy vibe. He certainly I'll put it to you this way, he certainly would not be somebody that would intimidate you on a visual level at all. Like if you go into Danny and he's working in the Denny you'd be like ah, oh, grand like i mean we're we're really bad for judging folks by their cover like, i'd say you'd be a bit like oh here he
1: is your man with his shit banter and his cafe you know I mean, hi john yeah. wave wave you know you wouldn't you wouldn't yeah. be thinking that he's a because because i thought that john johnny was going to be like a really creepy gray-haired like pat mustard type character who just like was rubbing his ties frantically for page like you know
0: and the thing is he's not that's a really scary thing he's totally ordinary looking an ordinary looking lad. oh my god did you see that they've graffitied the, the deli this oh I missed oh well scum and yeah and Johnny, filthy Johnny Johnny yes. is a filthy pest which, which he is Well, I think we'd all concur with that one. Usually we would be saying graffiti is wrong, but I think in this instance it is justified. That that graffiti
1: should be better and it should be done with a little bit more finesse, but ultimately
0: it's right. Well, it's, it's definitely, it's an example of, I mean, the community here, when they heard about this with John, they were just saying no, 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 like the more they heard about it, the more incriminating the whole thing was probably and because they thought it, that he was so stupid that he wouldn't even get well, into it. it's very i mean at the at this point the police hadn't released everything so they hadn't necessarily told the public about the bin bag and the car and all that but they were honing in on them to such an extent that they obviously went then and searched his home after Page had been found as i had said that he was this fella popping up on the local media saying how he couldn't believe something like this would happen in oh the area. He couldn't imagine what the family were going through and how this was every parent's worst oh, nightmare. Oh, he's a prick, isn't he? He's a little prick. He also supported Paige's family. He shook her granddad's hand, told him that he really hoped that they found Paige soon bizarrely offered Pamela then an invitation to come around and talk about Paige. What? On basis, yeah, on the basis that he had been the last to see her. This was after her body was found and before the police really honed in on him. Oh. So he actually said, look, I. it turns out I was the last to see her. If you want to come around and talk about it, Feel free. And obviously, Pamela found this very strange and declined and said, look, I just found it so weird. Because Why it's would too I much. It it's way, 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 way too much. Like It's psychotic, yeah. So at the beginning, he was adamant that Paige had come in, bought a roll and left. This was despite the footage showing him running next door, buying bleach, antibacterial wipes and bin bags, running out of the car then with the bin bag. So a few months later in September, on September 5th, 2016, John Leatham appeared in court and he pled guilty to killing Paige. So he admitted everything so you a guilty. Point. Well, he pled guilty, but he was still very much kind of people would presume playing games with the court because he said that everything happened normal that morning. This was his story. He said that Paige had come in and asked for a role. The topic of conversation had turned to jobs and how she wanted a new one. And she asked if she could work in Johnny's Deli instead of the hairdresser's, if there were any jobs going. Doesn't sound likely, John Boy, does it? No. So it's very much like it doesn't really have the ring of truth. He claimed that he had said to her to come round the back of the shop and fill in a form on which she wrote that she was 15. When John read this, he said that he told Paige he couldn't give her a job, at which point he claimed Paige became really, really angry, threatening that if he didn't give her the job, she would tell the police he had sexually assaulted her. Now, John had a twin brother who was actually on the sex offenders register for raping a woman. Identical. So so John... Uh, Oh, I don't know now, actually, if he was... I I presume not, because anything I read just said twin brothers. So if they were identical, they probably would have said... So I'm presuming fraternal. But John said... So he said, look, I knew for my brother, his life was destroyed when he was convicted of rape. Rightfully so, by the way. That he couldn't get jobs and he would be kicked out of places that he was renting when people found out about his past. So he said that this was a trigger for him... And he thought, there's no way I can let this girl tell people I've assaulted her. And he said that's when he grabbed a knife and started to stab her. Like, that, there's no way
1: that that would happen. Like, okay, cafe full no. of people, first of all. Is he carrying out, like...
0: Well, it's it, a deli. Let, let's be a deli shop. Sorry, yeah. sorry, deli shop. We're not talking, like... Let's not, let's not give John too much here. No, in we're not of talking,
1: it. like, fucking central perk here or anything. <laughs> it's no. and not even like Calf's Cafe in Albert Square. You know, you can't even sit down. No,
0: it's at that level. You can't. You can get your sausage roll and you can leave, which is fine by the way. And by the way, big shout out to Delis. They keep me going. Everybody but loves a good deli, but I don't but Paige like is this one. Paige's on Pamela didn't believe that story for one minute. So Paige really liked your job. She loved her co-workers. So his story, I think, wasn't adding up at all. Why would Paige want to leave the hairdressers to co-work? No day? way no they. Happy as
1: Larry and the hairdressers. So Wants to
0: progress. Pam- yeah, Pamela maintained that he had probably tried something sexual with her. And when he was rejected, this is what had provoked him to kill her.
1: Also, I'm sorry, but his, like... Wow! wow, that triggered me because my brother's in jail because he's a rapist. Yeah. like
0: don't give me that it's it's just not doing any it's really not winning any favor no. at all oh it was so, her
1: fault she triggered an emotion in me so i just uh stabbed yeah. her, uh, just so stabbed her. Just, exactly it just
0: is it's pretty disgusting all around, really but he stuck to the story right at the bitter end Nobody obviously knows why John did kill Paige, but it is believed he took her body back to his own house (gasps) and hid hid her body in the shed for a week, for the weekend. And then on Monday morning, he took her body and dumped it where it was found by the dog walker. And was she, What was there anything sexual happening there? Well, there was there was they couldn't tell like from her body think like, there was no evidence to suggest that but i mean that's not to say that he didn't make a pass at her yeah or trying something you know it wouldn't necessarily so although there was no evidence of sexual violence that's not to say that something sexual hadn't happened and, and that that's what precipitated this
1: where was the wife when he was like you know bringing the bin bag oh, into was- the shed
0: Oh, sure, the wife was there, and like, so he was there with his two kids and his wife, playing in the garden with the kids, going on as normal for the whole weekend. Having and a little body. barbecue out there and stuff, the sicko. Well, I mean, it's March, so probably not a barbecue, right, okay. but... paddling pool with the marriage. out or But just really, really, really gross. So between September and when he was sentenced in October, all these horrible rumours started floating around then, so... This rumour started that Paige and John had actually been having an affair. Okay, the last thing Pamela needs. Yeah, just horrible. So obviously the pregnancy wasn't true as that wasn't recorded in the autopsy and also upon investigation, obviously the police, and again Pamela said in an interview, she said, look, I understand the police had to explore that because they just could not understand why this man had killed my daughter so violently. Mm. So they didn't but ultimately there was no social media contact between the two no communications on the phone anytime she went into the deli she was in out so i mean obviously the people who made up these rumors again it was just going on absolutely nothing but probably stemming from i guess the fact that people could not get their heads around that this guy was just a guy running a deli at eight in the morning for no discernible reason, he ended up stabbing a fifteen year old girl up to five hundred times. I think people just couldn't get their head around it They were looking at it. But it doesn't us. make any sense. Like
1: he must have tried something sexual and then there must it must have been because it was so early, not really many people around. So he grabbed her around the back and then was like, Fuck, 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 fuck.
0: She's gonna tell people yes. stabs Well, he definitely he definitely panicked, but I do think the nature of the death—it goes beyond panic. Yeah, yeah, okay. Lustic pleasure in it. So who's—I mean, he, it's just—it's so—it's just so horrible, the whole thing. And weirdly, so on October twelfth, twenty sixteen, John was sentenced to life with a minimum of twenty-seven years, which seems reasonable. But the murder and the murder weapons strangely were never found. So for world's worst criminal. Whatever he did with the murder weapons, the police never found the murder weapons.
1: Never. They're he just like, yeah, the scissors, screwdriver and a knife.
0: Didn't find any of the three. So he appealed his sentence in December on the grounds of it being excessive. And unbelievably, the court agreed. And it was commuted to life in prison with a minimum of 23 years served. So he got four years off his sentence. So he's gonna be out when he's like fifty-four years of age, which is not old. Do
1: you know what that really freaks me out now? That it's just like, oh, you've done your yeah. time. It's like he hasn't done his time. He's done a bit of time, but he hasn't done all his life. Really?
0: I mean, it's not it's not a life sentence when you're getting out when you're fifty-four. No, work, is it's it? not. I mean, for crime of this nature, it's the level of violence involved. It's it is worrying. It's really really worrying. Um, so P- Pamela has also committed, since her daughter's death, she's committed to fulfilling Paige's book of this. So visiting New York, getting a tattoo, going to the Bahamas. And in 2017, Pamela and Andy also welcomed a little girl called Penny Margaret Paige. Ah, uh, Jesus. Okay. Yeah, and you might have seen as well, because this is one of the things that um, even I mentioned this case to somebody today and they said, Oh, is that the one with the Pout for Page? There was this big social media campaign um called Pout for Page, which aims at keeping Paige's memory alive, and they've also set up a Sorry. charity called Sorry, what's it Thomas. called? P- pie, pie for Page or called for called Page? Pout, it's called Pout for Page. Pout. So they got God. celebrities and politicians involved, no. and the whole idea is that you take a picture and then you do the hashtag Power for Page.
1: Okay. Okay. I'm just having a look here.
0: Yeah. So it was it was kind of a it was a it was a big thing, um certainly for a while, and you know, people got involved. And they also set up a charity called Page's Promise, which works with self defense classes and also provides counselling for those who have lost family members to violent crime. And I should be up to, I should be I, I was going to say should be uploading. But that's not the right word. I should be making the Crime Land website live this week, and I will put in a link there for that charity because it's a great charity. Okay. And that is the story of the death of Paige Doherty. What a sad, sad
1: case. So sad, but my God, you you got me there with the with it being John. You know well it's I just, mean I mean it was it, it, seeming like he was he was lying about something but like it it was a it was a very gripping one I will say
0: well it's it's just so so weird the whole thing and you know what this sounds terrible now, but if you heard that pay poor page had been stabbed twice, you would think okay, the guy tried something that he was obviously a creep. he tried something, he panicked. But the level of violence. Yeah, no, just, no, it's horrible. Face. You think, my God, like, this looks like a completely normal lad. It's really, really, really strange. It's terrifying, isn't it? Just
1: like, you know, the way, like, you'd see people and you kind of have them earmarked as, oh, he's a bit dodged. He's, you know, oh, stay away from him. You just think your man's just, you know, running his deli, two kids, whatever, like.
0: And, like, had a beautiful wife. Two kids, you know, and, and not two, to forget like, as well, a delicious deli, not just any deli, not but any a deli. delicious deli, a really delicious, but it, it just helps you to know, like he, you know, he had two kids, he was appeared to be happy at home, he had a successful business, and it just, it really, it just is, it's one that really flummoxes you. You just think, my god, if it just happened to anyone, anytime, do really. you know
1: what, though? I wonder, actually was he doing some freaky murderous like indicator in like things that would kind of indicate that he may be a bit of a psycho throughout the years but people were like shit the brother's doing that we kind of have to keep this a bit quiet
0: well maybe I mean I mean look you would want to say you know that but because the brothers the twin brother is a bad egg he's gonna be a bad egg but Maybe that was the attitude. But maybe maybe the parents lovely. were like, oh, we
1: can't have two of them, you know. I know, but there,
0: maybe there was a bit of that. Like, maybe yeah. there, I mean, who knows? You know, am sure he could have creeped on a, a young girl before, for all we know. So, I mean, it could have been an element of that. But very, very sad and just very sad for her mom. Very Tamara, sad. Happy news that we had the baby. Yes. You know? Penny Margaret Page. Very cute name. Yeah. Sophie it's been an absolute pleasure thank you so much thank you so much for having
1: me I um I was riveted to that story and I'm gonna oh, do much loads much more fun. research now on Paige and all the fam and John well do you
0: know what we'll have a chat during the week about next week because I've got three different ones in mind and I'm gonna send you just a kind of a brief description of each and then you pick which one you think is going to be the one oh that's a fun with. game okay Can't wait. Let's do it. Okay. It's been an absolute pleasure. Love you, babes. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye.
1: This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable.